It takes more than a few large bricks to build a complete bridge to your dream business. Some of the bricks are small and some are large, but all are equally important. Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, episode 19. Don't forget all the basic, boring stuff in your Amazon business. Welcome, guys, to the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the fundamentals, the boring stuff, as you would say, Sean, and how the boring stuff really does make all the difference, right? I mean, how many times have we juggled a bunch of different things at the same time, and if you drop the fundamental, if you drop the boring one, then it all comes crashing down. Sean? Yep, it's the boring stuff would be considered the glue that holds everything together. And I heard some uh, some Aussies I was hanging out with for a while said, you know what, keep the first thing the first thing or keep the main thing the main thing. You know, when you're scaling a business, we all seem to get attracted to all these different shiny objects. We get attracted to the next tactic, the magic button, the easy button the major ninja strategy that's going to move your business forward with no effort on your part. You know what I mean? Well, we all know that's not reality. So we have to keep the main thing, the main thing. And if we don't, then our business will suffer because we didn't get to where we're at right now by focusing on only those large bricks to your bridge uh, you're talking about. (laughs) But, you know, we did that by brick by brick, small, tiny bricks, one on another, to lead to where we are. You know, when you think about how an ant devours a tiger or how a slave built a pyramid back in ancient Egypt, you know, it happened one brick at a time, one tiny bite at a time. So it's those small fundamental steps when repeated can almost complete any task laid out before you. So, you know, Seth, uh, it seems to me, you know, whenever our business was struggling, if you'll remember, we were either focused way up here on these these huge tactics that were supposed to advance us, you know, and fast forward and skip all the boring stuff. Or conversely, we were focused on, you know, what, what, whatever trip hazard was at our feet instead of just moving straight forward ahead, taking care of the boring stuff first before you ever decide to tackle something huge. Well, I think you're right, Sean. So let's, you know, one of the things that comes to mind as you were talking there is like, what is the fundamental? What is the boring stuff? Well, everything becomes boring once you have it nailed. Like everything becomes routine. Like once the, the latest and greatest strategy and tactic that, that you're discovering now, if you do it as many times as what it really takes to succeed, it's going to be boring. So like when, uh, you know, when we were first starting out, Sean, I remember we would discover like a strategy like that worked amazing. And then we would come back to our team and be like, did you do A and B? Because A and B, you know, every single time we knew that it would work. And they weren't because it was the the old thing, the boring thing. So whatever it is that's the that's driving the results in your business, it could be different than our business. But if you discovered a strategy and you know every single time you do it adds five or ten percent, you gotta do it every single time. Don't let those things die just because it's boring. So the latest strategies are wonderful to keep pushing, but once you find something that works, you gotta keep doing it. You can't drop that boring stuff. Yeah, of course. So only after the basics are covered, 
which I have to admit, I'm the first guy to forget the basics. I literally forget about our team meeting at least twice a month, right? This morning <laughs> I was on time, but that boring calendar that was updated because you decided to move the meeting to tomorrow, <laughs> I missed out on because I was not in tune to that. So you have to remember that when we're covering the basics, only then can you or should you change focus and go look at those those huge levers or those those huge tactics that you know are, are designed to move your business in, in monstrous steps. But if you focus on that first, and we've all been a victim of this, then all those tiny little balls that you've been juggling seem to be falling to the ground. Enough with the metaphor, Seth. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. So um, guys, as you learn more in this business and your to-do list becomes longer and longer, it becomes harder and harder. And you, I know a lot of solo entrepreneurs out there that are, you know, it feels like they're working on the same list forever because, you know, it keeps getting longer because they learn something else to do. But you can't do that. To actually grow a big business, you have to scale by automating that boring stuff, automating the stuff that you discover works. So you need to systematize wherever you find repetition. And hiring, I know it's uh, scary for some of you guys, but the people that are beyond that, they know that people are really the only way to get big scale in your business. You have to have help. You have to be able to say, I know that these 20 things need done every single time. And you have to be um, able to hand that off to somebody that you're assured that will do that every single time. So if you think about your business and the things that you're working on every single day is like building a bridge to your dream business. Well, it takes more than a few large bricks to build a complete bridge to your dream business. Some bricks are small and some are large, but all are equally important, right? So as you're building that bridge, which is all the systems and the processes in your business, you have to be able to systematize each one. Some of them are more important than others. And the big ones, you definitely have to get done first, but you have to make sure all of it is automated. All of it is handed to somebody that can execute it for you. Anything there, Sean? Yeah, uh, definitely. When it comes to hiring folks who take care of these these brick by brick daily activities that are fundamental for your business, what we found is that if you hire a real rock star, Seth likes to say this employee actually comes with batteries included, if you know what I mean, versus an average Joe, these rock stars seem to show themselves as rock stars. They manifest as rock stars the minute they join your team. They don't have to be trained how to be a rock star, right, Seth? If yeah. you're just an average Joe, that's fine, but you're not welcome on our team. We only focus on hiring rock stars. So if you hire right, if you get a rock star on your team, you will know almost immediately as soon as they hit the ground because they will hit the ground running versus the average Joes. Yes, we all need average Joes, but you have to kiss a few frogs, Seth, before you find a prince, right? And there's another metaphor for you. <laughs> yeah, just a few comments on that, Sean, that you're exactly right. So as you guys are hiring people, um, what you'll find is if you get the right person and they're in the right seat in your team, then they will just automatically start adding value. They're automatically looking for they're looking for ways to, to add value. They're they're problem solvers inherently. Like, you know, I can think of one guy on our team right now, Sean, that literally will not come to me with a problem. He'll come to me, already found the problem, found the solution, and he's already working on implementing it. And then you got another person on our team that, you know, we had to let go recently. 
that literally, you know, we had to prod them along. Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? And it's like, come on, we can't have that. So we had to swap, you know, swap team members. If you're building a championship team, you can't have, uh, you know, a, a JV uh, high school basketball player playing on the same team as Michael Jordan, right? So you gotta just, you gotta be picky and keep looking for that rock star. They will, like, like I heard this quote and I, and it's so true. It's like, You've, I've never seen an average Joe just auto, just like randomly turn into a rock star. Like either you're a rock star and you want to achieve things and it's going to be apparent, or if you're not, it's going to be apparent. So Definitely. one of the things that we use in our business is we use systems and we use uh, softwares. We use Trello, which is a free software to handle processes. But then we also use this free video software called Loom. Um, you can get a lot of stuff done in this software for free. It's Loom, L-O-O-M.com sign up and you can basically do a screen record and a voiceover of any process in your business. So when you fire up your uh, work day, pick a task for today and then you pop up Loom and then screen record yourself doing it. It'll take you a few extra minutes. And then that way that task can be handed off to somebody. And then eventually over time, every single process in your business will be able to be archived and documented. So anybody that you ever hire, and hopefully they're rock stars, right? Um, anybody that you ever hire will be able to step in and know how to operate at least that function in your business. What do you say, Sean? Yeah, uh, very, very well said. I know exactly who you're talking about recently, this rock star on our team. You know, I don't want to be gender specific. So we have, we have uh, average Joes and we have average Janes, right? Yeah. Well, the average Joe, average Jane, when the problems arise or when things get a little bit difficult, they're the person that's always looking for the exit. You know, oh, somebody else will take care of that. Somebody else will pick up the ball and run. Well, that's true. Another rock star will, but it's also detrimental to the growth. I mean, it stunts the growth of the business. So we had to let that person go. So don't look for the exit. And, you know, Seth, something you said there, it's just, it's just super valuable. I just want to reiterate that is, if you find yourself doing this busy work, these small bricks, this this boring stuff, and you find yourself doing that multiple times a day, multiple times a week, just simply systematize that using that Loom video software, which is perfect. Uh, the other thing I like about that, if 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 you're if you're starting to do the task, you literally just turn on Loom and it records your voice and the screen. It doesn't have to be pretty. Well, the other thing that it does, Seth, and, and I think you kind of uh, skipped this accidentally, is that when you create this Loom video, Loom will automatically transcribe the video. So then you have a printout word for word that you could use when building your SOPs, which we do. Every single part of our business is systematized, except for some of the content we produce, like the podcast. So <laughs> yep. um, what's the easiest way to get started? creating these SOPs, these standard operating procedures, so that our negative Nancys in our business, our average Joes, average Janes, can easily go back to the playbook and figure out what we're doing. Yeah, so just pick a portion of your business that you're spending a lot of time on, or it's repetition, um, you know, time and time again, it's repetitive, and start there, because um, if, it's, it's, if it's repetitive, it's probably going to be easier to be automated, right? So, so say, for instance, you were you're uh, going to systematize building out a product listing. Well, you would just think about, you know, what are the steps that I go through when I'm building out a product listing? Well, the first thing I do is A. Well, and then when you're doing A, all you have to do is turn on Loom 
do a screen record as you're doing it and talk over it. Like Sean said, it doesn't have to be studio quality. You might actually redo this later. You just have to get that information from your head onto the screen. So then when you hand, you know, step A off to a staff member, they can literally have the instructions on what to do. Basically, what you're making is instructions on how to perform the task in that particular area of your business. So start with one little area and start with the first step. And then the A leads to B, B leads to C. And then by the end of it, you'll have that one piece of your business systematized. It'll take you a few months to get everything done, but you just got to start with that first single step. Sean? Exactly. Yeah. Something else talking about uh, staff, employees, VAs, whatever, uh, whatever label you're putting on your help is you need to vigilantly protect your company's culture from these negative employees, these negative comments. Because if you're trying to create a certain culture for your company, all it takes is one person in a managerial position or someone that a new staff or employee looks up to, to completely wipe out or undermine what you created. They may come along and say, yeah, I know uh, they told you to do it this way, but here's how I do it. Here's a shortcut. All right. So you have to be vigilant about that because not everyone cares about your business like you do. And I can promise you, Seth, no one out there, besides maybe your, your spouse, your significant other, your children, will protect your money the way you will protect your money. All right. So don't forget about that. Protect your company from these, these negative influences from inside people as well as outsiders. You know, don't let anyone talk smack about your processes, because if you truly believe that you're delivering something of significant value to your customer, then you should deliver something of significant value. Don't let anyone undermine that or, or talk negatively or talk down on it. And don't forget, Seth, go back a minimum of every quarter and make sure, check that the basic fundamentals are being taken care of, because I'm telling you, when you reach a certain growth in your, in your scaling, if those fundamentals aren't being taken care of, that boring stuff that we talked about, then you're going to start dropping balls. And when you do, you have to go back. It's like taking three steps forward, two steps back. It's maddening when you're trying to scale quickly, Seth. Yeah. And then another thing uh, that comes to mind, Sean, is when you're hiring staff, and especially if you're hiring somebody to take like a management role, you want to really uh, think about the incentives of what is this person incentivized to do? Like, if you're incentivizing them to do something that's not their core mission that you hired them for, well, they're probably going to be focused on what pays them, right? So uh, I think Charlie Munger has a quote, something to the effect of like, I've never um, not been surprised how incentives drive action. And it's like, if you can get the right incentives in front of that person, and then you you really have to think about like, what is what is my pay um, package basically like what is what is our um, compensation package? How is that incentivizing that person to perform? If you're incentivizing them to you know handle a piece of your business, but you know the core of their work is going to be in another area of their business, well, where do you think they're going to spend their time? So you got to think about that. Anything there, Sean? Before we get out of here? No, that's really solid advice. You know, it's a lot easier, Seth, when you're on the outside looking in on a business. It's easy to see what's what's going wrong. It's easy to see what they're doing right. So. Just don't ever be complacent and think that things are going smoothly when really, you know, you need to go in and check out and make sure that things are getting accomplished. Make sure that you're delivering value to your customer and that your customer is getting what they signed up for. They're getting what they paid for 
through whatever delivery mechanism. Uh, most of us are selling on Amazon. Make sure that the package, that the 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 unboxing experience and the follow-up is in line with your culture of your brand, the voice, the look and feel of your brand. Because at the end of the day, no matter how many people you hire, Seth, it's always your responsibility. This is your company. This is your money we're talking about. Yeah. And Amazon sellers have it easier than a lot of businesses. So it's not going to be as much work as if you were starting from scratch. You know, like in your um, past direct response businesses, Sean, like you had to do everything. But Amazon handles so much of it that we only have to fill in the gap. So it really isn't. It's not going to kill you to do this stuff, but it will protect all that work that needs to be getting done. So, guys, for now, um, this has been the Post Purchase Pro podcast, episode 19, where we talked about not forgetting all of that boring and basic stuff that really makes an Amazon business thrive. This has been me, one of your hosts here, Seth Stevens, along with my co-host, Sean Hart. Until next time, guys, see you on the next one. 